Hello and welcome to Unchained. I'm your host today, Gary. I'm the only one here because everybody else I don't want to talk to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody's here except for Chris because he hates everybody but himself. Welcome to another episode of Unchained. It's Kill been... I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks for Ben. <laughs> or one those, it's weekend. been one of those three days for Ben. <laughs> no, I'm I'm right there with you. I'll stand right behind you when they shoot the bullet. Yeah. Well, there you go. We have Tim. Tim, say hello. Hello. Good. Moving on. Ben, say hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How are you, Tim? Hello. Tell us what your day has been like. Hello. <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of farming and a lot of farming and then a lot of farming. Um, uh, what were you farming? Carrots, potatoes? The last few brain cells I have left. I've lost those. Oh, that's no, that's not that big of a loss. Oh, yeah. I mean, grand scheme of things, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> oh, God. yourself like that, man. That's sad. Oh. I know. You don't have to when you're doing it. Wow. <laughs> wow. You blame me for all your problems. Uh, wow. I'm going to. So typical. That's the American way, isn't it? Yeah, just blame everybody else. You're right. It is. Ben. Hello. How are you this fine day? I'm pretty good, actually. Are you? It's the sentence I wish I could say. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. This is awful. Uh, what uh, sentence a, can you say? I've had a good day, actually. Uh, went out, saw my niece and nephew. Well, my niece oh and my her God. boyfriend. Oh, my so God. I thought you said went out, sold my niece. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find those dragon stones, Gary. Got to find them. This world tour don't come cheap, Gary. Oh, my oh, God. I have stones now for Broly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! It's <laughs> fantastic. Oh my god! I can do two volleys now. <laughs> What's that? Question mark. <laughs> but yes, you went and saw your niece, and yeah, then we, what happened? Uh, we went up. Uh, we went to the Chinese buffet for lunch. It was nice. Oh my! Oh my god! I want. Yeah. God damn it! How come you never? T- how come you never ask us to go to buffets with you, Ben? Because by the time you got here. Have to book next week's. <laughs> ah. I mean, that's fine. We can no, go. I did times. go to a buffet while I was in Vegas this year. That was fun. I went for my first Indian buffet. You didn't go when I was there. You're like, I want Wendy's. I was like, okay. I, I <laughs> wanted Wendy's this time as well, and I went for a Wendy's. And Wendy's was closed, so we had to go to a different burger place. I know it was sad. <laughs> Which was pretty tasty. Ben was hitting on the waitress. So it was kind of hot. <laughs> I was not here. You like that. watching? You like watching Ben in his element? Is that what you're into? <laughs> yeah, because I'm learning a lot from Ben. He's so like, straightforward. How to talk Amazing. to people like they're people, or is that new? I know. I said hello. How are you doing today? Oh wow! And she like giggled and said, oh, "I'm so good, thank you." Did uh, you take notes on? I tried to, but it came out wrong. I was like, "Give me my burger, bitch." <laughs> 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 I can confirm this is what happened. 
<laughs> ten on ten would confirm. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say would confirm, but I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, it's been an interesting week in yeah, the Broly VJ... movie came out. Yay! Yeah, and and well, for you, the Broly movie came out. For us, it came out last week. Yeah, old yeah. news, man. Yeah, we're moving on, dude. We're thinking about other stuff. No, we're not. I still want to see it like 30 times. I want to see it again. No, go, go, Gia. Go, go, Gia. Why is it not out on VHS yet? This is stupid. I don't want to wait. VHS? Wow, wow that, that yeah. quality. Dude, it's the best quality. You can edit it however you want. You know you what? Do I don't want mine on VHS. You scrubs. I want mine Betamax. on Betamax. Yes. Or laser disc. Dead mediums is the best way to do it, dude. Laser or disc. Or laser disc. My God. When I was because I went to York to go see it, I won't talk too much to this PlayStation podcast. But uh, when I was in H, I was walking out. They had a HMV, which I don't know if you've heard of that store. But Mm-mm. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck a HMV? And I walked in, and they've got like old CDs, and they've actually started selling vinyls. I'm like, wow, this is like going to the nineties. Did you buy them all? No, I had no money. Well, I had money, but I just didn't want to spend it. But I did see Dragon Ball Super there on Blu-ray, so I was happy. I might go buy it sometime. Those are expensive. That whole set is expensive. Yeah, buy two. Buy one, get one free. Oh. So you're just going to buy two of the same one, or...? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's something to think about if you're going to go do it while you're farming the, you know... I was watching our anime of the week while farming and other stuff. So anyway, PlayStation, it exists. It exists, and it is directly linked to anime because everything links to anime now. Yeah, especially anime. Wow. Especially with all the anime-based games, like Jump Force coming out in a few weeks. See, si, see, si, senor. Still not a full confirmation for JoJo though. So too bad for you. Uh-huh. I guess I don't have to care that much then. That's fine. Weird Wallopop sucking for you. Oh. This is my life, man. I'm never going to find <laughs> happiness. I'll give you a lollipop, and you can suck on it if you want. I'm going to call you 50 Cent from now on. <laughs> That's how much you'll spend on the lollipop. <laughs> and then $40 to ship it to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait. That's to Ben. Sorry. I forget. Wait. Yeah. Only $40? <laughs> More like 100 <laughs> Oh, God. So <laughs> terrible. But, yes. Video games. Uh, nice big... Demo came out for people who pre-ordered a certain game called Anthem. I paid the AKA. real monies for it. Yeah, you That's did pay the real monies for it. I feel bad for you. Um, a lot of uh, controversy going into it. A lot of people are pissed because they get to play it without paying a dime for it because of the friend invite that they have. Which I thought was a uh, to be honest, I like that. I thought it was a good idea, Fine, but I could also see people word. who don't have friends who did pre-order <laughs> it <laughs> are pissed to home there, Gary. that they paid money and others didn't and they get to play it at the same time. All I want to say is if you don't have friends and you buy an anthem, why are you buying an anthem? Go buy something else. This is a fantastic point that we're going to get into right now, Ben. We have been playing anthem, well, you more than the both of us. Yeah. All right. Both of us, as in me and Tim, we got to play one day. We didn't get to play yesterday. Um, I played, but we did get to play. 
you played a little bit yesterday. I want to get your thoughts on it, Ben, because you are all about the multiplayer, yeah. unlike Tim and I, who are, you know, hermits and, and lazy asses, who don't want to play with friends. There it is. <laughs> Tell us your opinions of this Anthem VIP demo, which I might add, I don't know if this is the actual final build. I don't think it is. It's, it's probably two, an earlier it's build. It's two months old, this build. Okay, it's two months old. The game has gone gold. Yeah. Um, so well, tell us your experience. They said about six to eight weeks. I can't remember exactly how many it was. It might be a month and a half, actually. So, but yeah, wow. I, from what I could tell, the gameplay itself is fun. Um, I enjoyed flying around and being Iron Man. That was what I wanted this entire time with this game. I knew from when I saw it, oh my god, it's like Destiny, but instead of Guardians, you're Iron Man. So, as as as, as Gary knows, I picked the Hulkbuster armor because yes he did once you unlocked it which needs buffing in my opinion it's not that good uh it does have it feels too squishy for something that's so massive um especially as it has no shields but i can see how it being becoming more overpowered later on because um you'll get upgrades so we'll see um yeah, I did the few the first few missions in the beta, and then I went into a free work realm, and it was nice just bumping into people while you're running around in free realm. Though it does seem a lot limited compared to Destiny with the amount of players, and mm-hmm. the map isn't that big, so hopefully there's more maps. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit boring later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's uh, spread up into regions because yeah, the area that we were playing in. It didn't look like anything that they've shown off in the trailers. No. At least the open area. So it's probably not just one big open yeah. world. It's just in sections. Um, but yeah, no, um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed, you know, playing with you guys, flying around, uh, shooting some dudes up. It was fun. I like using the abilities. I think some of them are really cool. Um, oh, yeah. I like... The... Yeah, go ahead. I like the fact that I've got a flamethrower now. Even better, is that an ability or a weapon? It's a it's a it's a weapon. It's an ability, but they're like you if you can find more abilities from doing missions. You just equip them onto your armor, and you unlock the new abilities. Like I found a laser that you can shoot out, and I found out found a watchka, yeah, some other stuff like that. So would you call it a weapility? Oh yeah, a weapability. Weapability. My God. <laughs> but yes, it took me way too long to think about that. My brain hurts. <laughs> I like the fact that you can change up so many of your abilities that you yeah. get from loot systems. Pretty much, it's a loot system mechanic. Everything is based on the loot that you get, and I actually enjoy that. Um, you can even craft weapons, though, which is nice. Yeah, well, if you get the materials, you can craft yeah. weapons, and then you can take like. The first weapon that you have in a game, you know, your standard assault rifle, and then you can craft that assault rifle as, you know, an epic weapon later if you get the materials, which yeah. is pretty cool. If you get um, the materials, but just by dismantling weapons you get from missions if you don't want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, the, all the weapons seem to use the same sort of base materials. It's just the final material is, you know, what determines if it's rare or not. So... Nice. If, 
no matter what rarity you dismantle, you'll always get the base ingredients to make weapons. So if I dismantle an epic weapon, I won't get epic materials? You might get epic final material, but you'll still get all the other materials as well. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, it's it was fun. It really was. I, I truly enjoyed flying around and shooting stuff up with you guys. Yeah. Um, but there are some very growing and fundamental problems <laughs> with Anthem. Um, the first and biggest one, in my opinion, the entire interface and menu system is Sorry, Gary, probably... I can't understand you. I've got to press L3 to invite. Oh, my God. It, it, it literally is one of the worst I've ever experienced in a video game. Um, half of the time, it doesn't even tell you what button you have to press to do something. Yeah, you have to click and, chili to do that. Yeah, like, you can go in and customize your javelin, your armor suit, and you can change the colors and stuff. And literally, it does not tell you at all how to do that. And Ben had to explain it to me like six times before I got what he was trying to tell me. And you pretty much have to press right on the D-pad while on the material that you want to change the color of. And it does not tell you that at all. And it's so bad and so infuriating. And yes, you have to press L3 to send an invite. You have to press R3 to confirm a mission. It's like, what? Who uses those buttons as your main buttons to do stuff? It's just insane. Like, press ugh. R3 now, Gary. Press triangle now to punch stuff. <laughs> yeah, t Tim enjoys pressing triangle to melee. Mm. Tim, how did you find Anthem's awesome interface? I'll take that as my opinion is the same as yours. Yeah, once I figured it out, it was fine-ish, but it's yeah, so convoluted. It's all over the place. It has, like, if it were, like, that, because it has a, one section is just, like, this paging menu system, and then another another section has a different format of menu, and then another one has a different thing. Like, if it were one thing, like, one format, like the paging, because I'm not even really, like, against that paging one, you know, like, for, like, selecting missions and shit like that. I'd be into it if that were the standard, like, and we could get used to it. But there's no, there's no standard. You have one thing that does one thing, and then another complete area. It's a completely different interface. Like, you're not making the game diverse by overcomplicating it with different menus. You're, you would make it diverse by offering different things to dick around in. But those things, you sh the things you should not be dicking around in are menus. It should be the game. Fuck. EA. Get on job. That doesn't suck. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what do you think of the whole first person, third person thing? Because I think it's pointless. I don't understand why it's in first person in the hub world and third person in the outside world. Because reverse destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I love the third person combat. Yeah, the but there's good. no point of being first person. I think yeah, they just didn't want to make fucking character models. 
I I think that's it too, because then they'd have to go and create a whole new different set of animations as well. Because obviously the wall, same walk animation is not in, you know, the javelin suit. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it's 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 weird that they decided to to go that way. I think it's they, but... they gave it a story reason though, if I'm rightly. I can't remember what the stupid story reason was, but they did give it a story reason. Of why it's Is it that cloning device? It's something to do with the devices that make you go into the javelins or something. The Jabberwockies? The jab the Jabberwockies, yeah. The My Jabber baby walkie. The the Jablins. The Jablin. The Javelin Walkies. The Jabberwocks. <laughs> Let our craziness be a lesson. Don't play world tournament in Dokken. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't are you me. wishing you beforehand. Or or just get your twenty wins in a row and, and be happy with your life. Anyways, um it's not happening. A lot of problems still. People still can't get in. It's got that loading screen glitch that never loads, so you gotta restart your system and turn it back on. Yeah, but I told Gary how to fix that as well. <laughs> yes you did. Yes you did. Cause I was like, oh my god, I'm not loading, I can't play this game. <laughs> Tim could never play with us at the start because he always had to shut down his system and go back in. Yep. It's a, it's a hot mess. It really is. And even though if it's two months old, I feel like two months old, they still should have had this shit figured out. At least when it comes to the server side and this random ass glitch that stops the game from loading. This is not something that should have been missed so late into development. Um, it's not a good sign. And I feel like the final launch of the game is going to be very reminiscent of this VIP demo. It's, yeah. Next week? Is gonna, think... No, next week. No, I don't think so. But everyone's like, oh, next week, I'm going to wait till next week when it goes open. I'm sorry, I'm thinking, no. It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. Next week's going to be hella worse. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, it'd be fine next week. No, it's going to be dead. It's dead, Jim. <laughs> Good reference. Because right now, it's only people that wanted to pay money or a couple of friends. Next week, everyone can just download it. Well, you can download it from the store now, but everyone will be able to play it next week. Imagine what the servers are going to be like when all the people that aren't going to actually buy the game decide, oh, it's a free game this weekend. Oh, I'll get to try it. Oh, I'll download it. It's free. And like, yeah, this yeah, was like, hello, goodbye. Hello, yeah, it's it's, it's not friend. it's not going to be pretty. And right. we talked about Bioware in the past, yeah. but if we're going to say that Bioware's future holds is in the balance based on how well this game does, I think they're done for. And again, I know this is two months old, but there's nothing in this that I saw that was going to keep me playing for a very long. Yeah, no. Yeah. And yes. even though it's fun to fly around and stuff, the worlds are super empty. There's not much to do. It seems like it's going to be just a super farm fest with minimal depth. Which I'm fine with, actually. I'm fine with Super Farm Fest. I'm just not fine with this. Right. I mean, like, if there were... I will buy a launch because I'm weird. But 
it's I'm only buying it because it's going to kill time until the Pharmacy 14 expansion comes out. So <laughs> <laughs> you have Warframe though. Yeah, true. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's sad because Dragon Age is in development, and I fear now that it's never going to come to be if this game does not perform well. And from what well, it looks like, book. It, yeah, I'll get a book. Good luck with <laughs> that one. Weird. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm actually really sad just thinking about it because I was very hopeful. Every video that they've shown of Anthem so far has made it look better and better, and now that I've actually played it, it's very, very okay. And it's a game games as a service model, and to me, that model is not going to be very successful for them, because there's only a few games that have made it successful, and those games are all free to play. <laughs> I, think, I think Tim heard what I just said. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a cheap company. There you go, Electronic Arts. Um, but yeah, any any more thoughts on Anthem for you guys? Uh, I'm still excited. I think I'm going to pre-order the Collector's Edition after all. Uh, Why do I breathe? Because I want shiny armors, Gary. I like shiny armors. Hey Ben, does that come with friend purchases as well? Because I feel like <laughs> that would be a selling point. Well, no, it's only like I think it's like fifteen quid more. No, I mean like if you buy it, does it come with a friend code to play it with you? <laughs> uh... Yeah, does it come with a code for you to put us on your back? Yeah, because at this point, I feel like the game needs as much help as it can get. Uh... But to be fair, I wish they. I like great. I know it sounds weird, but I like when free to play games do the um, season pass, like, and then give you like you can pay you a little bit extra and invite friends. Yeah, dude. You know, I always like those, especially when it's a game like this, where it's all about your friends. And the game's kind of bad. Uh, well, well, hey, at least already. it has matchmaking, unlike Destiny. <laughs> Well, Ben, you brought it up. Yeah. So tell us, you're, you wanted to say something about Final Fantasy XIV. FanFest is next week, yes. The European FanFest in France will be next uh, Friday, if I'm rightly, at 10 a.m. What, what, what's the big expected stuff they're going to show off? They're going to show off the new expansion. Ooh. Oh, shit. First gameplay? Uh, probably, yeah. They showed first gameplay on the last fan, uh, second FanFest last time as well. Chances are we'll see more Vera. We'll actually get announced because technically it's never been announced yet. It's just been teased. So yeah, they we'll better probably... announce Vera. Well, of course it's going to be announced. We saw it in the game. I want it. Uh, Vera, new job will be announced. Probably the uh, soldier class that people have been teasing, uh, which will use a gunblade. So I'm expecting oh the collector edition to come with Squall's gunblade from. These empty squalls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not as bad as my friend that used to call him Squirrel. <laughs> what? Did he, did he even wow. read the name? Damn, that would have made the game so much better. I want a squirrel. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not like Squall. If I'm right, it's Squall. Squall. <laughs> like, if you, if you if you like the most posh version of Fantasy Eight, 
Squistus. Squall. Cyfall. And now you know why eight is the worst. But I, I'm expecting <laughs> because some... people can't pronounce their names. Is that the only reason? Zil. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why eight is the worst. Eight is the worst. Where bias comes from? Well, no, you're right. It's not the worst. Two is the worst, but eight is pretty bad. Twelve is the worst. Wow. <laughs> what? No, it's not. To me, twelve is, is because it feels is like. About... It's... To me, 12 is the worst only because it feels like it's what brought on 13. <laughs> Tim is about to go farm 30 more million points. So can okay, if anything, <laughs> if anything, Ben, 12 came from 11. That's true. And 11's the if second you best. Fingers, if you're wow! Fingers, uh, I got a place to put my finger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's all excited now. Yeah. Maybe I want to hate more. <laughs> uh, anyway. Eight fingers. So, Feb, uh, it'll be an hour and a half this time, which is half an hour longer than the North American Fan Fest. Um, mm. And there'll be the live layer the next day, which is actually being translated to English for once. So, please be excited. Because basically every every patch there's a, a live letter, but it's always mm -hmm. in Japanese. They don't actually have an English translator, so people at Reddit actually sit there and translate it live as it happens. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. So always big up Reddit that. for that. Damn. Um, yeah. So they, Square Enix don't pay for an official translator for some reason. Because they don't need to. Yeah. Well, Reddit does it for them. <laughs> Yeah, they got their fan base figured out. Yeah. Uh, but still. Well, Ben, I'm happy that you're happy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure Tim will be happy once Vera's out and he can play fast again. Oh my god, again. gimme, 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 I know Chris might actually get a subscription just for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rabbit also, people. Also, I'm guessing the Quest Edition oh. will have a potion which will let you change your character into the Vera as well. Oh also, God. there's rumored the that another has... race will be announced, but again, they said this was the only one they're announcing, but the rumor was that there's also going to be a lion race. You're oh. lying to me. No. It's going to be like... Uh, uh. See, my yeah, brain's so dead. Final Fantasy fourteen is like a furry's dream come true over here. But Why I suppose it's going to be kind of like the Kamari, Kamari race. <gasps> the Kamari? Yeah. If it's true, they, get the, they said that it's not true, so we'll see if it's, you know, we'll see true. what happens. Ooh, that means Final Fantasy X is canon. <laughs> but that also, <laughs> that means that Final Fantasy VII is canon. Okay, Ten gets a lot of hate. I both right, get it right? and I don't get it. I don't you hate Ten. I just don't mind it. It's not the worst game. I could, I, could care, I, I could care less for it. It only bothers me when people praise it like it's the greatest Final Fantasy in existence. No, 10-2, that's a brilliant game. Another oh my game god, one. yes, 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 I, yes! I quit, I'm done with this podcast. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I love the... I, I, it's not the fan service. As much as I love the fan service because I am a pervert, I enjoy the um, job system. The job system is probably yes. one of my favorite. In a, in yep. Yep, I totally the job agree. job system that, that existed in Final Fantasy V? Yeah. That's fine. 
And they brought it back in 10 2. Therefore, it's still the best. Yeah. And we didn't get it. It's so good and it's so accessible. I loved it for that. Yeah. It was the best. It was just fun. And that's what I miss in a lot of games nowadays that it's not just fun. (laughs) Also, the music was really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I listened to a thousand words at least like eight times a year just because I love it so much. I always listen to it a couple of times a year. That explains a lot. And what can I do for you? What? I can't hear you. What can I do for you? (laughs) Yes! What can I do for you? Oh, don't. Don't keep going because I will keep going. Don't. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Those are accurate words. Those are the actual words. Uh, 10 on 10 can confirm. uh, 10 out of 10 too can confirm. I get it. I'm stopping this right now. Now, the fu- far and away, the best Final Fantasy... I said I'm stopping this. If you want to t- hear about Final Fantasy talk, uh, go check 13. out Phoenix Down Radio, phoenixdownradio.com, or go check out Mugo around 13 is the 13 is the best Final... Oh, my God. Dude. No, it's not, but I really like it. I like it way more than I should, I think. I you like it because... Light light you can't give eight points out of ten just for one character. I like it for the combat, dude, but the game itself wastes its own combat. I like Which it for the line sad. simulator. Oh, sorry, corridor. Corridor simulator. <laughs> hey. After playing 15, I would have much preferred those corridor simulators. Yep. yep. <laughs> hey, I love, hey, I love 15 just because I would load up 15, get in the car, have the car drive me to somewhere, and then look at you, watch YouTube for a bit. There you go. So you don't even get to play the game. That's so is, awesome. that you, is that why you like playing Legends too? Yeah. So you don't have to play it? Yeah. Sometimes I can't believe don't... I, I... Looking back, I can't believe I platinumed 15. I still can't believe I'm platinum 14, but I'm lazy. Dude, I, I need to do the that. Platinum in 15 is easy. Just takes what? Platinum in 14 just takes forever. Yeah, it's easy, too. It takes ages. I want to get 14 done really I badly. I just need to do the fucking leave quests, and then I'm done. Can we do them together? Because I'll I'll yeah. do them with you. No, you, you just won't. go pantsless the whole time. It'll be. I'll awesome. just carry you. Well, I'll carry you. Just I said when you come on next, I'll just carry you through Twintania. <gasps> and you'll get you. that trophy done instantly. I love you. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Gary's gonna carry us through the podcast. Are we? Yes. <laughs> uh, put him up. Put us on your burly shoulders. There has been some recent controversy with Assassin's Creed Odyssey's second DLC story pack. There's three. Um, third one's not out yet. Um, people are very upset with it because they feel like it took away their choice, which is something that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is big on. I personally don't think the choices you make in Odyssey are as important as they are in any other game, actually. Through my own experience, I've played quite a bit of it, and so far, every choice I've made hasn't really had any sort of consequences, one way or another. What What about the the disease one? Come on, dude. Okay, the disease ones I didn't even know about, and I never would know about it, because I never would go back to the island. I only found out because I looked it up. <laughs> Have you not gone back? No. You haven't gone back? No. Why not? Why would I go back? There are story beats that take you back. Are you not that far yet? Oh, I guess not, no. Damn, girl. Hey, look, I'm like 80 hours in, so... 
What are you doing with your game? I'm doing all dude, I run everywhere. I don't ride my horse. Um is way cooler. I did too because I totally forgot about my horse and I still played on that game. Oh well, well look at you, Mr. Platinum over here. Look at me, Mr. I give a shit about my games. Anyways <laughs> The DLC, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, uh but anyway, it it essentially took away player choice throughout the entire game. And there's a set of sequences and events that happen at the end of this DLC that is pre-scripted and pre-written and you don't have a choice. And people were very upset about it because they felt like their the sexuality of the character that they went with, not just the gender, but who they romance and everything, which to me, again, has no purpose in the game whatsoever. It's just there just so you can do it. But it takes it away. It takes your decisions away. If you want to be a straight gay character, wait, what? It That's takes fine. that choice. Away. I want to be. A, I want to be a straight gay character. <laughs> I want to be a straight. You know gay. what I mean. You know what I mean. Just There's a word only... for that: bisexual. <laughs> okay. Actually, there are a few words for that. I'm sorry. Please forgive me I'm, if you want to be I just call a this gay podcast character. Straight gay. <laughs> straight gay. <laughs> oh, don't. We'll get bad. Anyways, people are upset because it took that choice that they made in the main game away from them. So now Uh, Ubisoft has admitted to the mistake and are going to essentially patch it in. So it takes that away, which is going to be weird since it's designed with cutscenes and everything. So they're going to have to redo all that, I guess. And figure out a way to do it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what happens. I told you guys and I feel bad that I did, especially Tim. Sorry that I spoiled that for you. You spoiled it. Right, well. You know, I don't really know because I... He's a straight With game. my playthrough... Yeah, I did both. I was both, basically, because, you know... Well, yeah, you just, you just sorted her out. You've said multiple times. No, that, rep- <laughs> that represents me, man. I was like... Hey, I like this person. Gimme. Hey, I like this person. Gimme. So, yeah. There you go. And see, that's where my big problem with it comes in. Is like the relationships you can have in that game have no real purpose outside of just doing that. Yeah, I wish that were a thing. Because there were... Uh, in the be- And that's the thing with this game, too. Like, I started building a fondness, like a personal fondness with certain people. And by the time it started to really, like, feel like a thing... It just got cut off. And, I mean, it fits into the narrative because, you know, you're going all over the place doing whatever the fuck. But, damn. Like, you lose a lot of that. Like, you lose a lot of potential. And it kind of kills me. So, like, taking the entire game, you know, completely wiping away all of these potential romances and, like, long-term relationships, actual relationships, and trying to emulate something meaningful in a DLC content like this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't follow the the creative vision of what the first game what the, the core game has been doing. So like if there if having the option to do that stuff could be there, but it shouldn't be something that's forced and it should not be a narrative dependent situation. Honestly. Yeah, but see that's where I feel like a lot of the problems would have come in 
in the main game is if they forced you as a female character to only be able to date male characters and with the male character only female characters, then you would have had that opposite controversy where, oh, Ubisoft is going against this and they're not letting us have gay characters. So oh, either, either way you're going to look at it, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. And I get it why they did it for this DLC because it is crucial to the story and what happens. But I also get why people are upset that their choices don't matter. But if your character in Assassin's Creed Odyssey is clearly bisexual because it does even if you don't choose the romance option, it's always there. So in the back of your mind as you're playing the game, you have to imagine that your character is bisexual because the option still appears right there to you know have you know the the romantic option with any male or female character so the way i see it is like if i see that and the option is there that means that to me my character is bisexual even if i don't choose that option and to me i just feel like getting upset at a creative decision that is clearly designed for the story and the direction that the franchise is going to go. Story-wise, I'm assuming this is something that they're planning to do for the future uh, with what happens in this DLC and forcing them to take that away and redo the whole thing, pretty much. Uh, I think I, I think it's the wrong kind of thing to get angry about, personally. Uh... I don't know about that. Tell me. I don't know. Like there are ethically a lot of things that are worth being angry about on it. So like, it's not a bad thing to be angry about. Um, what? But the focus should be more on since this is a game and not politics. It. Should, should be based on how like the the creators are not putting the best interests of the game in mind. If you really want to, you know, take it into more of like a a business cohesive stance, it would be more into that. Like if they if they really cared about what they were doing, they would have kept the entire process in mind while they were creating new content and they didn't. So like they're wrong on a lot of levels and the effect of that is anger right but they 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 clearly weren't thinking about the core concept like the vision that they had going into this dlc and it's disingenuous to their product and then it all it vicariously becomes disingenuous to its players because players did best things and they become personalized with the things that they play because that's the point like with all media like the point is to be if it's good media it, it invests the consumer and they did a good job then if they had people invest in their media. But if they're going to dissociate them by being disingenuous to their true vision, then what are they doing? Wasting people's time and money is what they're doing. There's plenty to be mad about. <laughs> There's plenty to be mad about. Ben, what's your take? I haven't played the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so um, I will go with 
Curse them. Curses to them. But yeah, Curses. Curses. You're just like the hater on things. You're just the hater. I, well, I, I, I've always <laughs> promoted the Ascreed. They are great indie games. They're great indie games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, until I myself get to this DLC and see exactly how it plays out and how they decide to change it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I do hope Everyone I get to that Everyone gets deal. replaced by Tim. Oh, God, that oh. sounds awful. Sorry, Universe. Yeah, I, I want to finish the game, dude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tim. It's all love. No, no, I understand, dude. Like, as somebody who genuinely hates himself, I would hate to play a game that's filled with me. I would hate to play a game that's filled with me. It'd be scary. Now, I would play that game all day, every day. <laughs> that, that if game it's a would... game where that I get to play as you playing Commander Cherry, I think I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, if I were playing a game consistently entirely of Chili, I would have no control over my hands anymore. <laughs> be the game of the century, dude. How can you... also be the glitchiest game ever made. Take that Ocarina of Time, you bitch. <laughs> it needs to be episodic, too. Episode 2, Ben goes to the bathroom playing World Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> ben pulls fire on the crapper. Oh, it, is. We need it wasn't a summon. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a dodge, because like, he'll be playing on your phone. That's what we're all thinking, right? Like, it's just oh, a rhyme-style video where you're going to rip your shirt off. But actually, things happen, and you summon Bahamut on the toilet. Oh. It's so Ifrit, excuse me. Ifrit, excuse me. I didn't mean it. I meant Ifrit. <laughs> That's only if you have a lot of hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama hot sauce. I don't know. How's that song go? Wait, for those who love hot sauce, go watch that Gordon uh, Ramsay video with the hot ones. Oh, from uh, First We Feast? Yeah. I, I watched that yesterday and died. Yeah, I watched well, it I watched yesterday. it twice, actually. I died. The wings I, I, I loved him getting pissed at the chicken wings. I said, like, what are these chicken wings? Are they quail wings? It's so small. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts was when they were talking about when he was uh, when he left the baseball game to go watch a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> and he got super serious and he said, oh, I got totally fucked at that game. <laughs> I lost my shit. Oh, but anyway. Video now games. We went off topic again. Now we're back. You, to you, you two, you two went off topic again. I mean, you two. Fair, what do with like music? Two third of the podcast. So. Yeah. Oh my god. You two. What are we? We're not talking about music. This oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, Tech McCoy. Tech McCoy has proven that they have not changed with Dead or Alive 6, and it's still just as scantily clad as it ever was. Yes! Now I'll buy it. <laughs> Is it out yet? No, it has been delayed to, I believe, March, hasn't it? Sweet. The first week of March. I'm pretty yes, so of that. Essentially, what people have found out is that all the scantily clad outfits that your characters can wear are still in the game. They're just unlockable items now that you can unlock in the game. They're not purchasable. They're just That's good. Costumes. At least it means I have to work for you my fan game. service. <laughs> you have to work for your fan service. I like that, uh, okay? I, I, like, yes. I like a reward of titillation for doing something. 
It's a nice reward. <laughs> it's a happy uh, yeah, ending, so one could say. It is, it is there. People have apparently discovered it through the beta, I believe it is, that they had. the. Yeah, they'll dare mind it, probably. Yeah, maybe. But um, the director of the game has told Eurogamer that they essentially have to have it still in the game because they were losing pre-order numbers and they felt that it was due to the fact that they took away the fan service that a lot of the fans of the franchise decided not to even give it a chance. That's why I didn't. <laughs> That's why you didn't. So he is correct, Ben. He is correct. And it's not just because I forgot it's coming out in a few... What well, was coming out in a few weeks. Uh Fan Wait, what's service. going on? Well, it was going to be wasn't it? it was going to be February originally. Yeah, it was going to be mid-February. Yes, and now it's been pushed back for reasons unknown to me, at least. To get even scantier clad outfits. They need better physics. They need better physics. <laughs> they need yeah. male physics. Dude, yeah, man, give me that. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see some. What is? What are those? Some voltage moving around. No, what is? What is that? Um, <laughs> I wanna, what, I'm trying to think of that phrase from uh, Juno. I want to see flopping meat swords. There we go. Oh my That's god! I, <laughs> go play Voldo. You'll be fine. I have a I have a very generalized palate, and I need to see everything. <laughs> oh god! It's pissing it down outside. What? It's pissing it down. Can you hear it? Mm, I can't hear the piss. No. Yeah. Is this? But anywho, is this, uh, American Pie two. <laughs> I can taste the bubbles. <laughs> it, by the way, the, here's a British word for the day. Pissing it down means it's raining. <laughs> Dude, there are so many expressions with piss in them. I kind of love it. Yeah, pissed off, down, it's though. pissing it down. You, you are pissed. You are absolutely pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Gary. Don't but yes, back to Gary. So yes, though... Dead or Alive 6 will come released with the stock outfits that obviously are more humanized of the characters, I guess you can say. Mm, generic. <laughs> but, but generic, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> but yes, those outfits and her character's original costumes, such as Kasume's, you know, blue robe thing that's pretty much butt naked, is going to be in the game. And yes, you can customize your characters much like you can in Tekken Six and Soul Calibur, or and Tekken Xenoverse. Seven and Soul Calibur Six, and Xenoverse. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I can I wear brawn panties with with your Majin chili? Um, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, like you, while you play games. Oh, okay. I'll do it just for you too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, by the way, can I bring up the Dragon Ball game quickly? Uh, the rumors that the Dragon Ball game is coming out. Well, we don't know release. Probably this year, I'm guessing. Is that being announced now? Actually, it was an action. They, they teased it. The Shonen Jump, didn't they? Think. I know, but what? there's supposed to be an announcement today or something. I saw um, the tournament is today. Yes, yeah, so they'll probably Tyler show off. They'll probably show off Jiren, and yeah, Jiren. they'll probably show show something of the action RPG that they're working on. It's supposedly a uh, made by CyberConnect. <laughs> yeah, Nano was talking about it. There's supposed yeah. to be an announcement today. So, oh my God, am I gonna watch esports today? 
No. You can I'm just... actually going to give a shit about esports. It'd be on right now. They're probably on right now. They're probably talking. They're probably going. And here is Jiren. And then mm, I don't. I don't think it's on right now because it's in New York, I believe. Because it's in New York Red Bull tournament. Live thing. from New York. It's sad. Uh, no, I don't think. I think it's in a few hours. Oh. Or oh, the case by the time you listen to this. Bandai Namco announcement. Few days ago. 2 p.m. Huh? Pacific. Oh, so it's in a half an hour. There oh. you go. If we make this podcast go long enough, we could announce it on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to what we've been playing. <laughs> World Tournament, next. Okay, so Ben, Final Fantasy and Delkin Battle World Tournament. Yeah. Got it. And I'm Tim, of course. you can talk about it. I can. Because embargo, sure? embargo is up, isn't it? And this isn't going to go live until Wednesday. That's correct. Hadouken, dude. Tell us the Hearts of Kingdoms for the third time. Well, actually, the eighth time or something. It's probably like the eighth game. Uh, excuse you, 12? <laughs> the 12th game, I'm sorry. Right? Oh, yeah, 12, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. There's 12 games in the franchise. They're already caught up to Final Fantasy? Oh, my God. Almost. <laughs> well, no, Final Fantasy is a lot more than 15, Gary, if you add in all the yeah, spin-offs. <laughs> yeah, you got... Don't for, ever forget 10-2. <laughs> Don't you ever forget Also, don't forget 13.3. She will live forever, or whatever the quote is. The difference here is that in Kingdom Hearts, you play with the same characters. In Final Fantasy, you play with different characters. That's not true. That's not true. That is a blatant lie. And I didn't even play the spinoffs, and I know that. Yeah, no. You play with the main cast of characters. Sora, Riku, and whatever the other three guys are. Nope. Yep. You also have Ventus, Aqua, and Terra in Birth by Sleep. Who are part of the main storyline. Right? <sighs> it's all connected. The, okay, okay, okay. Final okay, Fantasy okay. isn't connected. Oh my god. Gary, your logic is making it so that you're not going to be wrong. <laughs> so he's so wrong that it hurts. Yeah, he's wrong, but he's saying it so he's not wrong. I hear yeah, because I'm not wrong. <laughs> the main games and then a couple that, spin-offs in that are case, of Gary, Sora. Then... Basically Sora. Everything else is played by someone else. In that case, though, Gary, then what you call it is it has more titles than... Yakuza has more titles than Final Fantasy. Because... It's true. You don't know... You always play the same character in Yakuza. Why are you guys turning this around on me? Also, Streets of Rage has more characters and more games than Final Fantasy. Wow. <laughs> he brought in Streets of Rage. Anyways, Kingdom Hearts 3. Tim, tell us about Kingdom Hearts well, 3. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> you must be playing Doken somewhere. <laughs> well, um, you play as this character that looks like a Disney version of Final Fantasy characters, and you oh use a key. God. And you use that key to beat on things because apparently that's not... It's fine when it's a key and not a sword. And yeah, it keeps really oversized from shoes. From that teen rating, dude. You gotta have the E it, rating. It has those oversized shoes that he wears and he has two an, annoying friends that are somehow cool. Somehow, I don't know. Sure, it's not, you're not talking about this podcast. Uh, um... <laughs> Wait, what? Is that, what Is that not what we're talking about? Uh, all right, sorry. Who, okay, uh, so then who's Goofy and who's Donald? Is I Gary Donald? Goofy. 
Because he's, he's he's grumpy all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm goofy. Wow. I'm goofy. You're goofy. So I'm Sora. You're Sora. You're the Keyblade Master. I'm the Keyblade Master. That's very nice of you, Ben. I've always wanted to open doors from Steven across the room. Mickey. You've oh always wanted to be the master of somebody? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, no, I've always wanted to unlock rooms. Wanted I've always to... wanted to unlock doors from across the room. Yes. Uh, Steven Continue. is Mickey. Steven is... Have King you finished Steven. it? Steven! Have I finished it? No. And looking at the trophy percentages, <laughs> most people haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about that for a second. Um, okay, I am currently at a point, and I won't talk about story beats or whatever, but something like the fifth world, looking at the trophies, 24.5% of people have gotten that trophy. Well, people who have the game, and then also it also has to include the people that have synced their trophies. So you know, if they haven't synced their trophies, it's not going to be in this room. But then the next one is seventeen percent. That's the one I'm going on to now. And I'm like, how many reviews are out there? <sighs> it's good times. Huh? Trophy. I, I, I. We talked about this with Resident Evil too, where. When we looked at our trophies for Resident Evil 2, this was a day before the game count, Thursday. We saw that 96, I think it was like 96.1% of people who had played the game already and who obviously have seen their trophies reached the Raccoon City Police Department. That's like the first three minutes of the game. (laughs) How is that not 100%? (laughs) Yeah. And then you see this insane, insane drop of 30% of people who finished the statue puzzle, which is literally the first puzzle in the game to move on with the story. Yeah. So 30% of people just essentially gave up. Oh, currently now the game, okay, the game is out now, right? Yeah. Resident Evil 2 is out. That first trophy is at 97.4%. I'm not really sure still how that's not 100%. And then... (laughs) I don't think there's the, any the trophy puzzle. that is 100%. I think there's... Oh, no, I found one the other day. I gotta find it again. Um, oh, man, where is it? I, I had one. Oh, um, I think it's in the... Yep, here it is. Um, Kingdom Hearts Point 2, Birth by Sleep, A Fragmentary Passage. The first trophy, begin a journey to escape the dark world. 100%. I can send you a screenshot. Holy shit, that's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I found one. I looked at it the other day and I went, holy crap, it's a... oh, Holy crap, it's a miracle! And then you had to say something, so I had to bring it up. But yeah, so 30% drop to the first puzzle in the game. Yeah, and that and puzzle then is it now just 70 goes downhill, and then we got to the trophy where it's like complete the game on standard difficulty, right? And what was it, like 20% or something like that of people... Who were reviewing the game, and maybe yeah, people who had got you know early copies or whatever yeah. from stores, and who had seen their trophies, literally only twenty percent of people finished. Yep, and not like all the all the different versions of the game or the different things, the first ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's hard for me to believe in so many people's opinions when it comes to reviews, when they probably haven't even finished the damn game. 
or even gotten halfway. Right. Oh, 10%. <laughs> and I know this is kind of a, a <coughs> plug. And, oh, my God, preach. Like, one thing I really like about us is that, like, if we're if we can't finish the stuff by embargo, then we're not gonna do it, because you know, like as much as we want to, because you know that's the the hot point for things. Like it's not gonna be a review. It's just like oh shit, placeholder or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we don't and we don't do that. I'm really glad we don't. Yeah, I think but, that depends Tim, but... on the game genre, though. Some games you don't need to. I mean RPGs you need to, but then there's some ones where. You can oh, have like the... the Maddens? Yeah. Mad. Or the, or the Fifas. The Fifas. The Fifas. Well, there needs to be a meteorology game. I don't know why I just thought of that. Oh my god. I would buy Doken, that. You've... Doken, you've destroyed my brain. I need to go to bed. <laughs> no, Tim. More, more tournament for you. No, stop so it. Tim, tournament. question then for you. Actually, a couple questions. Has there been any surprises in Kingdom Hearts 3? I don't want you to give me specifics, obviously. But from all the trailers and all the stuff they've already revealed about the game, all the worlds they've shown off, have you encountered any surprises? Um. 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 How do you want me to answer this question? This was a yes or a no. Oh my god, it's not as simple as yes or no. <laughs> Tim, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go! Um, okay, are there any surprise worlds that we have not seen? I haven't finished the game. I can't answer that. I can tell you that. The oh guy god, said don't. that there won't be any, so... So they've literally shown everything in the game. Well, they said something like a month ago that all the plan- all the worlds that were revealed were all the worlds in the game. Yeah. That's something. That's no surprise super, like, chocolate donut level. So, in the, in the early, like, ten hours of the game, there have been some, supr- not, not like, life-changing, but, like, twists, surprising na- narrative beasts. Na- narrative beasts? God damn it, Doken. Narrative beats. And taking me for a loop for a little bit, and then I got to thinking about them, and it's it's those kind of things that like I'm not super, super like intimate with the Kingdom Hearts lore. Like I haven't read the side stuff and I haven't, you know, gone in super depth with some of the things, but I've gone through all the games and I've consumed it as well as I can and I think I did it in a pretty good order too. I had some direction from um, one of our guys as well, so that helped a lot leading up to this review. Um, but some of these narrative beats, like so far, are intriguing. And uh, in terms of surprises, I guess there aren't any surprise worlds, but the the one surprise that kind of came out of left field, and I don't really think I want to talk about it. Like, in specifics, but um, a certain thing came up, and I didn't really know about it, and I don't know how I didn't know. I really don't. Like, thinking back, on, in this moment, thinking back to all the tra- trailers and stuff that I watched, I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this character. 
this Disney character. I've seen it in trailers all over the place, but I didn't associate it with anything. And that character popped up in this section of Kingdom Hearts. And I just fell in love with everything within that bubble in the game. And, like, as kind of, like, clicky and kind of weird and, like, gimmicky, the Disney aspects of these games can be set times. Like, I really fell into it, and I loved it. I felt it. Like, I totally get why they wanted to, and I totally get why people liked it. It was... It, I've gone through all the other games, right? But it was in this one when I really felt why it works for so many people. And it's just that... It's that, that one point where you need to, like, resonate with it, and then kind of everything else falls into place. You know, like, whether it's clunky fall into place, or it's clean and simple and clean, you know, um whatever it works it 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 eventually works and there's something it, this is kind of something i wanted to talk about um all in all it's that even though kingdom hearts is quote convoluted it's not it just has a lot in it and a lot of things to catch up on if you haven't been caught up on it like you can call metal gear solid a convoluted plot because it has a lot going on but if you go through them it becomes fairly straightforward, just like anything else. It's, it's convoluted in the sense that you look at all of these games and you have all of this, this humongous fan base that goes, whoa, 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 you got to do it this way because this was my experience and this is how it is. No. Like, that's fine. Like, if you want to go with somebody's advice and you trust their advice, that's cool. But if you're looking at Kingdom Hearts 3 right now with any sense of interest, just do it. The worst thing is that you don't like it and you can walk away from the entire series feeling like, eh, whatever. Because for me, the, it's, the, it was, it's been the random things that happen within this franchise that have anchored the franchise for me, that have given me something to come back to and fall back on when like, the weird and the awkward and the, the obtuse things just kind of you know, come out of nowhere and do weird things. Like, I, and evenly so, like, as much as I've grown accustomed to hearing Goofy do his, like, gosh, man, maybe it's this thing all over the place. Like, I roll my eyes at it, but I've still, like, come to terms with it. And there are th things within Kingdom Hearts that you come to terms to, just conditioned to it. And it becomes fine because there are aspects of the game that you really can find in it that are just super cool and super charming. In particular, I really love Axel and Ventus and their relationship, and I love Riku's story. I really feel like he should have been the main character, but it wouldn't have been very Disney. Um, so I get it, but I wish it had been Riku because Riku. But like, there are things in these games that have it, and they're going to be random. Like trying to anchor yourself on a mountain of mythology. And things like and backstory and things like that is just asking for failure. Like you, it's you, it sounds like work. Just start somewhere. You're gonna find something that you're you're gonna find something anywhere. It's gonna be random. Like don't expect it to be this thing. Because I played the first game and second game way back on PS2, and like they were fine. Like I I was into them when I played them, and then I kind of just went off on 
you know, my own tangents and kind of just didn't get back into the games until very recently um, when I went to go back and, like, because Birth by Sleep is what got me back into it. And I really loved the the trichotomy between Aqua, Ventus, and Terra. I loved everything about it. And that became my first anchor. And the next one became Axel and his association with his position within organization 13 and then in relationship to everybody else. So like, it's not so much about looking at the package as a whole, like that stuff will, that that stuff comes with time. It's whatever. Like just jump into one, wherever you want to start, like look at these, you can find guides and things and where to go if you really want to get into the whole mythos. But if you are interested in three, just do it. It's accessible gameplay wise. It may be a step back to check the other stuff, but just just do it. If you if you have any interest at all, just try it. Rent it, borrow it from a friend, go check out a friend's place, watch a let's play, or if you if that's the kind of thing you get into. The complete edition is not that expensive anyway, so if you really yeah, want it, no. just buy the complete because you get everything. You get all of them, including yeah. Kingdom Hearts free. The story so far, it's a pretty good package yeah. for 60 You yeah. get all of the games. You got That package has got both length and girth. And that's what you need. <laughs> oh, so you're telling me I can just jump into three and not care about what happened to all the other ones? Well, I'm uh, sure you'll... Okay. Yes and no. I mean, if you ultimately care, like, if you go through it and play it, and you're like, I want to know more, you can go back and check the other stuff, and, like, with the way that the game is delivered in such, um, like, random increments, the way you consume it isn't necessarily, you know, directly related to your experience, like, in terms of it being a good one or bad one. Like, you can kind of just jump on a game, you're like, oh, I like this, I want to learn more about this. And then you jump into a different game, and you learn more. It's you know, it's it's whatever. Like when I, I'm always gonna situations like this. I'm always gonna compare it to my time with Metal Gear. Like my very first exposure was Metal Gear Solid Two. I had no idea what the shit was going on with anything ever, except I love. I still loved it. I I everything within the confines of the game. I totally understood. But everything that was a reference to there, I missed and whatever. And like, oh, okay, that's to this. Whatever, fine. But it didn't mean anything until I went back to those other ones and I felt. And then. Uh, there was a point at the beginning of the second game, um, after I had played the first one finally, um, I went, or no, after I played three finally, once that came out, I played three, you know, back and right, up and down, left, front and backwards, like a billion times. And then I went back to two just because I was doing a, uh, like a bunch of, of just music video AMV kind of things for the games, because I was a loser. And I watched, I remember seeing one of the video one of the scenes at the beginning of two when Ocelot comes in uh comes in and takes over the the the, the ship and oh he, oh I can't remember the exact line but it was something referring referring to um oh I abandoned her during the Cold War and that made that line made no sense to me until I played three until after I played three and I came back to that line again and I just, my mind was blown. Like, and it's those kind of things. Like you don't necessarily need it, 
And you can kind of get a different perspective when you go back and forth between the games and you see things in a different order because there is that level of association in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. So, like, you don't necessarily need to see it in order. Like, you can see it in these fragmented memories, huh? reference. But, like, it's not super dependent. Like, that's one thing I've learned on this. Like, you don't need to see this as, like, a brick wall you have to climb. And you don't have to see it like foreign policy either. You can just walk into it and be like, okay, I'm going to start cold. I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to just do this. And like, you'll get root, you'll get, you find something and you get rooted to it. And then it kind of, if that happens, everything else just kind of falls into place naturally. Just let it, if you want to try it, do it. And if it becomes your interest, just let it happen. It can be silly. It can be awkward, but it can also be super charming and super cool. And yeah. It's it's been a very interesting journey for me these last like three or four months. I'd I'd say it's it's worth a shot, definitely, easily, yeah. That was a whole thing. A non-believer becomes a believer. You heard it here. I'm a believer. <laughs> ben, hey, <laughs> is there anything unique you want to talk about that you've been playing? Uh. I don't really think so. Uh, dr- uh, yeah, Dreams, but I think that's still under... Is that under DA? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's under NDA. DA. Curses. Even though anyone could apply for it, curses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I mean, we could talk about what we've seen online of people who don't care about the NDA, I guess. Well, I guess we shouldn't really nope. because, you know... <laughs> no. Nope. 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 <laughs> Okay, we won't. Well, Tim and I, we have been, like we've mentioned, playing Resident Evil 2. <gasps> Remake. Though Tim has gone to the point recently. where he hates the game because he doesn't understand it. I have... Dude, 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 <laughs> dude, I am going to punch your face. Like, digitally, somehow. I'm going to find a way. But I'm having trouble with narrative beats being repeated in certain areas between the two, and I want to know which one's canon and which one's just, like, a different perspective. And you're not giving me those answers, and it's killing me. Okay, I'll tell you what We give you answers, but you still don't want to listen to the... Okay, you gave me just-believe answers. You didn't give me, well, here's this, here's this, here's this. Tim, I want to ask you a question now, okay? You want to know what's canon? I know I haven't played it. But I know the answer. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Tofu. Tofu is canon. Everything else is not canon. That's all I needed. Thank that's, you. That's that's all I believe in. So I, I told you. Tofu. As far as my knowledge goes, Leon's A and Claire's B. Now, this was originally because originally A and B were vastly, vastly different than what they are in the remake here. Vastly different. Like the B campaign here, not really that different in any way, story wise. But in the original two, they were vastly different campaign. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're telling me I should go play the the original? Well, I told you to do that like seven years ago, but. Seven years. <laughs> it's been seven years. <laughs> but anyways, Resident Evil Two, I love it. Absolutely love it. I 
I think it's fun. I think it's terrifying. It's very tense. Uh, it does lose a lot of its tension when you go through, you know, a second campaign because you know the things that are going to happen. So I'm really excited about this uh, roguelike thing that they announced as DLC that's yep, coming. Same. Uh, so it's going to change a lot of things up, which I think is going to be cool. But there's still surprises. Like, you know, you'll go into a room where you kill, like, three zombies, and then later on in the game you'll go back into that same room and there's two wickers there instead. No, and let's talk like... about this surprise. <laughs> I was on my... I was on my half. I was like on like the latter end of my playthrough, and I thought I had seen everything I you know possibly could see with these zombies. And I walked into this office, and this I was on the other side of this desk from a zombie, and the zombie mounted the desk and crawled over at me. Uh. I lost my shit. <laughs> like the whole time I'm thinking, oh, he's just gonna stagger around, and I'm gonna be ready for him. I kind of like started leading that way. I saw him fall on the desk in my peripheral vision, and I lost my shit. It was all circumstantial, you know, whatever, but I lost my shit. I loved that level of detail. It was all circumstantial in that situation, but mm. I loved it. Yeah, loved it, it. It definitely has a lot of those cool, small details. Granted. Um, I, I've never experienced that. Like, this entire time I've been playing that game, I have not seen the zombie crawl over the desk. That sounds really cool, and I want to see it. Yeah, just get oh. ready to poop your pants. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, we, we, we talked about a lot of stuff. Mr. X, they did such a phenomenal job with his character where he's just beyond terrifying because there is nowhere to hide from him. <laughs> yeah, and, but shoot his hat. I heard that's a trick. Let me tell you something about Mr. Yes. X. Please do, because I love be Mr. Me. X. This is going to be me, because everyone I've talked to is like, man, Tim, you're just a fucking asshole. But the first, the first game, the first playthrough I did, I was terrified of him. Like, I was, you know, all over the place, worried about him doing these things. All, every time I did anything, I was always worried that he was going to be right behind me or right on my tail. Here's and I loved that, that tension. I loved that tension. Because it, it, it kind of emulated that same experience that you got from the demo where like there's a time constraint like you have to you, there's something constantly pushing you forward and i think that was the intention of the timer like you're getting pushed forward and you can't do anything after that like you, there's something there keeping you from taking your time and that's what mr x does and i loved it in my first play the second time when i was trying to do like completion stuff and go after things it became cumbersome and annoying cuz i was trying to do things he's just in the way and I don't want to say that it detracted, because there were plenty of other times that he scared the shit out of me. But it was still frustrating, like, on the second well, time around. Yeah, no, like, you know no. what's happening, you know where it's going to start, and you know where it's going to be. And Well, I, I see, I totally understand that. If you're doing the completionist thing, you want to get everything, you want to get those trophies, and then here's this asshole who's getting in your way. And I've experienced that recently when I was trying to complete uh, the game on hardcore mode to, you know, with an S rank. And I failed it, and I failed it because of him. Yep. Because every time I would go into that stupid library to move those goddamn bookshelves that take forever to move, here comes X. Then I have to run away from him for like a good seven, eight minutes to lose him and then go back and do it. You know a good strategy to get rid of him in the library? What? Climb the ladder and then go down the stairs. Then he, he just jumps down the ladder. No, 
climb. No, he they, he goes up the ladder and then follows you down the stairs. Uh, not for me. Forever. I tried it. He just turned back around and jumped down the stairs and punched me in the face. Oh, <laughs> As yeah. I was moving the shelf. It was great. Well, don't go that quickly. Oh, I'm sorry. I should slow down when there's something chasing me? Yeah, man. Not everything should be done at 16 pounds. Oh, damn. Okay. Next time I'll remember <laughs> that. When Jason is chasing me with the goddamn machete. That's a different story, down. dude. I said not everything. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> that one. Do it at 16 pumps. Get done. <laughs> just, no, just say, he's a nice guy. Just say, I'm sorry. Just tell him, you know, you know, just stop him and say, yeah, my, my, my mom was also called Martha. And he'll stop. Oh, oh shit. damn it, man. Wait, is, anyway, this is this Batman? Anyways, <laughs> Resident Evil 2. Yes, um, Mr. X can get irritating, but I still love his character. I love what they did oh, with yeah. him. And it's a great thing to look at because if in the back of your mind you're thinking that they might be looking at redoing Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, yeah. it's going to be even more terrifying now because now you have a guy who runs after yep. you. Nemesis I'm not excited. You. I'm not excited. And, and he has a rocket launcher. <laughs> so it's going to be that much more terrifying, and I'm super excited for it. Um, if, you know, they do decide to redo 3, which from oh, what dude, rumors are saying that they are. You have to know, man. Like, with, with this one hitting so much hype and doing so you have to know that they're going to. Oh, I don't yeah. even know what the numbers are for this, but I promise you it's doing well. It, it, it's called Resident Evil 2. It's yep. one of those, like, because like, the first one was good enough to warrant the second one, and everybody loves the second one. Terry's on the phone with me right now saying they're not sure about this idea you're making, Tim. Who? <laughs> I said Terry's on the phone with me about this idea. What's Just my idea? Get it, strike it while they're hot, but at the same time they're not doing it because they suck. Oh, you're <laughs> telling me... They're, they're going to strike it even though it's not hot because Dragon Ball. <laughs> anyway, back to Resident Evil. Yes, back to Resident Evil. Um, the gore is amazing. Oof. I, the RE engine is something else. It's probably one of the most innovative, I think, engines when it comes to the things that I love in video games, which are small details. You can't the frostbite engine <laughs> oh my god no their engine is incredible like i thought it was good in seven but clearly they but it was the first game to use and clearly they've learned a lot more that they can do with this engine because holy shit when you're shooting a zombie and you see the skin and the yep. muscle tissue come off yep. of the zombie and you see the bone and it's so nasty looking it's just incredible. You shoot off their head and chunks of brain just remain on the ground. And the biggest thing for me, and to this day, I, I don't even, I've never seen a game do this. I literally haven't. Every zombie, every monster that you kill in the game... Stays. Stays where it fell. Yes. Yep. <sighs> the bodies yes. remain for the entire campaign. Yes. It is incredible. I have I never seen that. It's, it's such a cool touch because it's it gives you this 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 idea that because there are certain points where they also are taken away like some I think it's I think they they go from being zombies to liquors right is that a thing 
No, 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 no. Liquors, I think, would eat them. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like there but, are no, yeah, liquors where, don't become them. No, like you can go through a room a couple bunch of times and you see the bodies there, but then you go through it again after a certain point and they're gone. You know something's happened. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Like it's it's so indicative of what's going on, but it's like more of like a, a foreshadowing precursor thing as opposed to just being like, oh, look out for this shit. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I, it's it's just wonderful like those kind of touches it really is and i know it, you listen to me badger on about like my frustrations with the game in general but those are yeah. such like microcosm things to the grand package yeah and it makes it so like to me it just enhances it so much because it makes it feel so much more realistic that way where the bodies just stay there and you're just like like I thought they would disappear eventually, like after you go down into the tunnels and to the sewer system, and then you come back, I would expect the bodies to be gone. But nope, there they are. Right. And it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible that they're able to do that. And it's not just zombies. It's everything that you've killed. The bodies will always be there. Um, and like I said, the small things, like if there's a zombie standing in front of Mr. X as he's coming at you, he doesn't just walk through it. Or walk around it. He literally punches the shit out of the zombie to get it out of the way. <laughs> and I love watching it. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Tim. But, like, there's a zombie standing in this hallway. And I see Mr. X coming. And as he's coming, he just backhands this zombie. And the zombie just goes flying. <laughs> it was so good to see. Uh, made me happy. Made me really happy. But, yeah. Um... Good stuff. Resident Evil 2, easily one of my favorite Resident Evils now. In in the past, the original Resident Evil 2 wasn't one of my favorites. It was good. It was great, actually. But it wasn't in the top three of my favorite Resident Evils. This one, easily in the top three now. And it's good for you, too, Tim, because this is kind of like your nice big introduction to old Resident Evil, right? Hello, Tim. Maybe he got angry and lost in a match. And... <laughs> Tim is gone. I just lost. I got a supered by oh. LR fucking metal caller. 450k. Sad face. Yeah. Oh, he just said BRB emergency. Okay. <laughs> well, I should right, well, guess... to Final Fantasy, uh, to the Resident Evil questions, I guess. Okay, go ahead. I heard that that you can play as Hunk and Tofu. Yes, who Yay. are characters you can unlock in the original Resident Evil 2, except they were a lot harder to unlock in the original. <laughs> yeah, I heard they're not like, too bad this time. Hard. Yeah, um, from what I know, uh, the Hunk thing, uh, you have to, there's a trophy to complete Hunk's campaign yes. as well. Um, it's super hard. I'll say that as well. So um, That's what she said. Also, as far as Tofu, I haven't unlocked him yet, so I don't know how, but... I'm guessing Tofu's is going to be a harder campaign than before, because he had an unlimited knife, didn't he? Yeah, now knife was the only weapon. Now not, not unlimited, so... so tofu's... Is not unlimited? Well, he the... maybe gets actual well, handguns. Well, knife and... isn't unlimited, is it? Uh, you can unlock an unlimited knife. Okay. 
Yeah. So maybe he'll start with the unlockable unlimited knife because otherwise it'd be unfair. <laughs> Unless he Either gets. Either way. Unless uh imagine if they've like made different asset knives just for tofu. Uh, gold plated knife, a diamond knife. All the knives. <laughs> All the knives. Uh, well, um I guess that's it. Yeah. That is it. Shout outs, Ben. Uh I'd like to shout out to RV Ale at She Heals I Tank, which actually says She Heals a Tank, for buying me the Emerald Carbuncle mount and the emerald carbuncle outfit on fantasy 14 as a birthday present so thank you to uh-huh. rvl also shout out to my friend um reese on psn for also buying me the box step from the mog station as well so i've got a new emote for my character as well thank you um reese um a shout out to motion radio go check them out twitch.tv says motion radio another shout out to she heals a tank at twitch.tv she heals that also a shout out to phoenix down radio phoenixdownradio.com also a shout out to my podcast moogle go around radio which is a final fantasy based podcast you can go check them out twitch.tv moogle go around radio i'm actually working on the official website for that we've got a new logo um which was <clears> done by uh, the amazing fancreed i will post some like, details of her in the description go check her out she did does amazing work also go check out our twitch Twitch.tv says PSU Live because we're close to 600 followers. Um, I'll be streaming again this week, as always, from 8 o'clock till 10. So go check that out. Um, uh, shout out to Gary and Tim. Oh, oh, and shout out to Alfonso. We miss you. Mm, two hours of sexy time with Ben. That's what you should call it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a little uh, well, stream yesterday, but... Yeah. Anyway, carry on, Gary. Yes, for me, uh, shout-outs to you guys, of course. Shout-outs to Fonzie, who I was hoping was going to be here. We can talk about the Brawley movie. Bro. Uh, go, go, Cheetah! Go, go, Cheetah! Go, 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 Cheetah! Please don't. Please don't. That was one of the worst parts of the movie. <laughs> it really was. So bad. I wish but it anyway. Play... It didn't even play the Blizzard song, you know, one for the trailers. I didn't hear it at all. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to uh, my boy Ed. Thanks for hanging out yesterday. It was fun. Uh, Titanfall 2 is still best FPS. Um, but yeah, and uh, shout out to Chris who abandoned us. He'll be back. He'll be here for well. He'll be here for the anime cast, which will be recorded he, after this. But you'll hear it before this. He better be, otherwise, bad things will happen. Otherwise, I'm probably the only one that will talk about Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim, unfortunately, had a poopy emergency. I think he pooped his pants. I said that on live. I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. <laughs> I still miss him. And he had to run off. Yep. The Tywin appeared in his home. Mr. X. Oh. But Tim, Tim wants to give a shout out to me and to Ben for... <laughs> being able to join us on the podcast shout out from tim to fonzie and klaus he misses you guys he wants you back and he also told me to tell all of you that i am the greatest thing that he's ever known and yeah oh god i'm stupid (laughs) i mean (laughs) that's the show that is unchained you know i'm gonna end it with the meme because i feel like that's how tim wants to end it with End it with a meme. Go for it. No, I've been I, your I, host. It's going to hurt my soul saying this, but I will. Go okay. Ahead.
Go for it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 